What is up, beautiful people, and welcome back to a new episode of the Connect podcast. This is the platform that explores stories of purposeful life lived across and in between cultures and celebrating our common existence and humanity. I am your host, Kali, and every single week I'll come on here to speak to you guys about some life things or sit down with a guest to speak about things like identity, culture, lifestyle, and purpose. On this week's episode, I wanted to get into how we can all cultivate a mindset where we know that we are enough, that despite our imperfections and shortcomings, that we are still worthy of a full life, that we are still worthy of belonging and love and all of that goodness. And in order to get to such a mindset, we need to let go of a lot of things, and that's what I want to chat to you guys about. I'm pretty sure that you guys have heard about the glass of water that you're holding up isn't heavy, but the longer that you hold it, the heavier it gets. And that's the same with a lot of things that we carry on our hearts and on our minds. And I want to explore in this episode what some of these things are and what our life could look like if we let them go. I want to hear all about what you guys are letting go in 2021. Hit me up on socials, hashtag the connect. And yeah, let's get into it. Authenticity has become this buzzword, a cool thing, as if some people are authentic and others are not. But I don't think that that is it. I think that authenticity is a choice. It's leading your life by showing up fully and not letting what people think dictate or sway how you present yourself. Friedrich Nietzsche said that the individual has always had to struggle to keep from being overwhelmed by the tribe. If you try it, you will be lonely often and sometimes frightened, but no price is too high to pay for the privilege of owning oneself. I think that this is actually something that a lot of us have felt at some point. On some level, you know what it is like to want to belong or feel accepted. But at times, the danger that can come with this is feeling overwhelmed, trying to play catch up with a persona that you truly aren't. It is no easy feat and it will take a lot of rewiring to get to a place where you're just like, I don't care, but it is so freeing. I was speaking to a friend at some point last year and I remember telling her that the person that I've grown into in the past couple of years is a version of myself that I truly love because I'm no longer trying to appease some version of myself that people may have known. I feel really at peace and free. The greatest service I can do for myself is to ensure that the way that I show up in my daily life is in a way that brings peace to me is in a way that in 10, 20, 30 years time, I can look back on my life and be like, you know what? I stay true to myself. And yes, sometimes the way that we lead our lives will not be something that everybody agrees with, but you need to bet on who you are and cultivate a life where you are authentic and choose every day that you know what? At the end of the day, when I come home and I drop my shoulders and I exhale and I exist in my bubble, I lay my head to rest. I will be feeling at peace with how I ventured into the world, 
that day, how I interacted with people, how I was able to express myself. I think it's really important for us to be our own benchmarks to improve off of. So let go of what people think, because trust me, it doesn't hold enough gravity to change the course of your life in the least bit. Now, the other day, I was speaking to someone, clearly, I have a lot of conversations. (laughs) Um, I was speaking to someone that I'm currently working with on some capacity, and she was just like, you know what, it's really great to have you on board, and because you seem like a type A personality, and you don't seem like someone that I have to run after or coach through this work, and everyone is really busy, so it's good to have someone that is working towards having you know, everything as perfect as possible. And I'm not going to lie, guys, something in me just sort of cringed a bit because I know how long it took me to let go of perfectionism, how long it took for me to shake that from my system, which is the second thing that I want to touch on. Perfectionism for me was stemmed from a lot of different things growing up, but It was what I validated myself with for a very long time in my life. The danger with it became how I identified myself. So let me ask you guys this. If a sibling comes to you or a parent or someone that you care about um, and they're just like, you know what, I'm really struggling with this and I'm not performing the way that I expect myself to and I'm such an idiot and I'm not good enough. I just hate myself. I highly doubt that any of us would turn to this person that we love um, with such vitriol and say, you know what, you're so stupid, you're dumb, you're nothing, you're worthless. So the question becomes, why is it so easy for us to do that to ourselves? And it really is because of this notion that if everything is not perfect, we're not good enough. If everything isn't perfect, we're worthless. And This is such a huge and dangerous lie because perfection does not exist. There are two quotes that I absolutely love about this. One is from Leo Tolstoy's book, Anna Karenina, in which he writes, if you look for perfection, you'll never become content. And there's a quote from Salvador Dali where he says that, have no fear of perfection, you'll never reach it. What we do when we look for perfection is that we absolutely suck joy and goodness and the little things out of life. A win is never a win. You're never going to be happy with anything. You're just going to be miserable. And I've been on that side of life. I've been that person. And what helped me let go of perfectionism was ensuring that I was that I was employing self-compassion in my life, that I was understanding that even on days where, you know, I don't feel like I performed well, that there were so many things that I didn't get to do, that I was still enough. It's a shift of mindset where with the bare minimum in our lives, there is still so much joy to find. There is so much to be grateful for. And that even on days where we're feeling down, because we're human and yes, we feel down a lot, that we're still worthy and enough. And moving on from perfection, I think the next thing that many people struggle with is the need for a certain outcome. I mean, the natural laws of life are set up in such a way that Things are always up and down. Um, So really, we should understand that nothing is ever certain. And coming from a background of science and health, 
it's very seldom that you see anything spoken about with like 100% efficacy or, you know, even routine surgeries or interventions. Someone may come in and the doctor or surgeon has performed this intervention or surgery hundreds of times. However, this patient has like an underlying condition that makes them particularly vulnerable in said environment. And then things go south because there are factors that could have not been known. And so something that seems so routine all of a sudden can become a disastrous situation. And given the past 11 months um, that we've all experienced, it's really showing us how uncertain things are. And for me, how I let go of needing certainty is by leaning into having faith. And there is a verse in the Quran, it's in chapter two, that says, God tasks no soul beyond its capacity. And this is the most freeing and empowering sentence that I continuously go back to. I have it written on the inside of journal covers. I have it on post-it notes. Um, I'm actually getting it framed. I'd probably get it tattooed if I could. There are times where life and the events in it can get incredibly overwhelming, where everything seems like it's crumbling, where you may feel alone, misunderstood, where you may feel like there is no up from the place that you fall into. But this verse has always reminded me of God's belief in us to be able to overcome whatever we're dealing with, that we are powerful enough, incredible enough, and we have everything inside of us and around us to be able to rise in moments that we feel it's absolutely impossible to. We're basically getting told that we got this, and that to me is the foundation of faith, that there is no such thing as impossible. But yes, it may take a while, but with patience, with leading a life with gratitude and centering joy and understanding how that can help you build resilience, that you will be able to overcome the things that you're dealing with and letting go of certainty or the need for certainty is definitely something that's helped me manage my anxiety. So I think the easiest way to start building or cultivating faith is by only trying to control that which you can and leaving everything else to work itself out. Because let me tell you, the things that you can control are more than enough for you and for your head to be trying to process. Now, something else that may bring anxiety is comparison. Comparing yourself to other people, comparing your life, using other people's benchmarks to sort of measure where you are at. It's incredibly draining. Now, for a second, I want you to think about someone who you admire for their ability to stay focused to stay true to themselves, someone who is very anchored in who they are, who isn't afraid of making mistakes or saying that they don't know something. And I'm pretty sure that you would describe that person as being someone who just stays in their lane. And that is really what you're doing when you're not comparing yourself to other people is minding your business, staying in your lane, doing what you do, Now, the reason that I say it is incredibly draining is because you're spending so much time on external PR control to see if you're matching up with people your age or matching up with people in your field or people within your culture or your siblings or friends. I think that 
growing up, we're sort of, we're conditioned in a way because we're put into these institutions of education and everyone is sort of measured on the same scale. We get the same homework, we're in the same classes, we're in the same sports team and it's the same grading curve for everybody. So even if you're someone who doesn't think that you compare yourself to people all the time, there is this subconscious conditioning that unless you're actively aware of and trying to rewire, it gets really difficult because there's a story that you've been told about where you're expected to be and what you're supposed to be. And if you're someone who doesn't fit within this mainstream mold, it can be incredibly confusing. It can be very frustrating and very disheartening. Personally, I know that the moment that I stopped comparing myself or my work or my path to other people is the moment that I was able to be my most creative. It's the moment that I felt the most free, the lightest. It's the moment that that voice in my head started not appearing as much and I existed in the moment more. I'm more present and you kind of get tunnel vision. Like everybody else doesn't really matter, you know? And that is what I want for you guys, along with letting go of what people think is also, you know, tapping into your creativity by letting go of comparison. Because that is when you can open your mind to being curious and searching for things and trying things that you never have before and discovering sides of the and discovering sides of you that you may have not been aware even existing. Letting go of comparison is the start of you becoming the most elevated version of yourself. Life is to be lived, not controlled, and humanity is won by continuing to play in face of certain defeat. That is a quote from Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man. Now, I want you to think about this quote as we've started this new month and we're in this week. It's something that I've definitely been thinking about quite a bit is I don't want to live my life to just work. I just I, I just want to be. I want to reflect. I want to live. I want to fill this space of time that I'm blessed to be on this earth with like absolute like goodness and fun and lightheartedness because we know life is going to throw you a curveball either way. <laughs> so you may as well make everything else in life as smooth running as possible. There's so much emphasis on like people being productive and like the rush and the go, 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 go that do we actually get time to actually reflect or just be um, and let go of this need to just have it all figured out and paint this perfect picture. And I think that a lot of this does stem from having to be in control. This quote by Ralph Ellison when he says humanity is won by continuing to play in the face of certain defeat, that is the essence of the life that I want to live, that I feel is very meaningful to, I feel that it's very meaningful to live, understanding that we have control very little and we still choose to laugh and we still choose to have a good time because it can be very transformative. Having fun has clinically been shown in research to improve our cognition and to reduce our stress um, and to create increase our creativity and productivity and energy. What would happen if we let life happen as it may instead of being attached to an outcome and trying to make things happen as we want them to happen? 
And the reason that I think that letting go of control is so difficult is because you're surrendering. You're accepting reality as it presents itself and you're having faith that all will go well. But like they say, nothing worth having ever came easy. So if we actually learn to let go of control, we're creating more space for joy and freedom and peace and connection and support and better health. And this leads me on to the last thing that I think is really important for us to let go of. Bruce Lee, in a quote that's attributed to him, but he actually said in a TV show, was be like water making its way through cracks. Do not be assertive, but adjust to the object and you shall find a way around or through it. If nothing within you stays rigid, outward things will disclose themselves. I think that this is also in part inspired by the teachings of Taoism, which is a Chinese philosophy, which really hones in on living in harmony and qi and you guys go google it it's really really interesting but it's really about simplicity not overcomplicating things going with the flow in the way of surrender like i just mentioned and letting go especially of things that you don't have control over and i think that that is actually where i want to wrap up this episode for us to not overcomplicate our lives and to recognize that we are worthy and we are enough and this episode was inspired by my readings of Brene Brown and her sort of principles around wholehearted living which I really do recommend you read and search up I'll leave that point down in the description so you guys can go and find it you are worthy of leading a life that is full but in order to get that you need to let go of a lot of the things that keep you overthinking, that keep you worried, that keep you up at night, and only worry about the things that you can control. Center joy, let life present as it may, and want better for yourself. I think that that's actually a really difficult thing to actually be like, you know what, child, I deserve the bestest. And I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up on socials and I'll speak to you guys again next week. Bye.